Cynthia Murphy. And I'm Georgia Bowers. And this is Delete My Browser History. Hello. Oh. How are we today? I'm okay. It's warm. Um, My dog's messing around. It's Friday. It is Friday. I mean, time doesn't really mean much to me at the moment. I think between edits and traveling, I have no idea what day it is. Um, I know that I can have a drink tonight without feeling like a lush that I'm drinking on a weekday. So that's nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I only have a drink on a Friday or a Saturday. Unless it's like an event. (laughs) Something exciting. Special occasion. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um so I can do that tonight. I've got a nice bottle of Prosecco in the fridge. I'm going to make myself nice. an Aperol spritz in the garden. Oh, like lovely. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Just, you know, melting. As you know, I, I adore the sunshine and the heat. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have just, oh, God, I've just worn shorts all week. I just, oh, it's been so nice. I've just lived off ice lollies just sit in the garden i love it i just don't get it (laughs) don't get it so it's me first this week it is yeah Um, i've got a two-parter this week oh so Uh, i sort of run out of time and this is a classic example of of doing really quick and dirty research so i have just finished this book which is a bit of a different direction for me it's a a rom-com that I've written and there's this bit in it where I think I edited it out actually because Cynthia's read it she's she's read the she's read the first draft of it but there's a bit where she says oh no here comes team twat now okay so I can't I thought I can't use that because that's from the in-betweeners so Merrily went on to Google and Googled words similar to twat, (laughs) which has just opened up the floodgates, obviously, on Google. So today I'm talking to you about different words for lady parts. And we're not going to get, we're not going to do the really bad ones. We're just doing funny ones. So I'm not going to say the bad one because I don't think I'll be allowed to be friends with you anymore if I say. If I say I, it's it. my favourite swear word. Well, and well, I, actually, don't know if, I don't know if we'll be allowed to say it on. No. It might get cancelled. I roped in some of our friends for this one, some some of friends of the pod. And uh, I can tell you that Melissa Welliver, her favourite, is also the same as yours. So <laughs> it's a northern said, thing, I think. Yeah, she said it and she said, stick that on your podcast. <laughs> Just imagine a saying, can't you? yeah (laughs) so anyway first of all a little bit of history for the word twat (laughs) so it's an english language vulgarism uh, used as a figuratively as a derogatory epithet which is a word we just looked up Uh, in british english it's 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 a common insult referring to an obnoxious or stupid person and in american english it's rarer and usually used to insult a woman and they pronounce it differently in the states don't they yeah, and it's been edited out of my US version of the Midnight Game. Oh, that's interesting. Because I've got a bit where they say someone calls their like says their dad is an utter twat, which to me utter twat is such yeah. a which like yeah. um, and they've changed it to dick. Oh. Doesn't have the same guttural 
feel behind it, does it? No. Uh, I thought this this really made me giggle. I think there's going to be a bit of giggling in this one. <laughs> but this someone, this is from Wikipedia, someone suggests, because they don't really know where the word came from, but it's been hanging around since yeah. apparently six, 1656. But somebody suggests that it has a connection to the word twitchel, which means it's a dialect term for a narrow passage. Oh, oh I like that. Yeah. So also you can use it as a slang verb to mean hit or whack. And I use it quite a lot like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so let's just dive right in. So I've got... I've well, got a, just before you do, yeah. at school, people used to say that it was what a pregnant fish was called. Because someone would say it and then they get sold off and they're like, boy, it's just a pregnant fish. Oh, That's smart. A mank thing. Does yeah. it actually mean that? Pregnant fish. Well, we'll look it up after. You look I'll, it up. You, you talk and I'll look it up. Okay. So first of all, this is from the Cosmo website. So they had some absolute gems on here. If you want to call it a gem, you can call it a gem. That's a new one I'm throwing in. So... Oh, a gem. A gem. Oh, Sorry, a, a pregnant goldfish is called a twit. Oh, okay. Um, right. Okay. Here we go. Oh. Do male goldfish have balls is one of the questions that came up. See, you can learn anything on this podcast. They do, apparently. Oh. Yeah. There we go. On the inside. I don't know. I've not gone that far. Okay, right. So first on the list is my favourite, Fanny. Yeah. And funny story, what, you know how Americans call their fan, their bum their fanny, don't they? Yeah. Which is really, and I remember being a child watching a film and this lady said that she had a tattoo on her fanny and I was absolutely <laughs> horrified. My mum explained and I was like, oh, okay. When, when I was younger, when I was like 17, I got an illegal tattoo and it was of a fairy on my stomach and I went on holiday and got sunburned and I told somebody that I'd burnt my fairy <laughs> that's what I meant <laughs> yeah fairy fairy was on the list but I've kind of can't, I can't say the cute ones I just I think they're worse than the c word honestly yeah. So I'm I'm not really I've, I've I've missed off and anything that's like to do with cats really bothers me as well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Fanny first, and then we have Minky, which I haven't come across. No. Minky sounds furry. Yeah. The Jingo. <laughs> Is that Australian? Well, it just sounds like a really weird version of bingo that you might play <laughs> if you're on a hen night. Uh, thingy. <laughs> yeah. Standard. the jj which is one like i think oprah winfrey kind of uh made that one popular yeah that was like a bit of a 2000s one wasn't it yeah yeah uh downstairs referring it to as downstairs nice a simple box mm. no i don't no. like that one how about this one penis fly trap Ew, that's horrible <laughs> fandango quite like that that sounds fun yeah flower <laughs> don't like that no it's, no, it's that thing of making it like innocent and cute and pretty yeah beaver 
<laughs> that was like quite a fun favorite at school I remember yeah beaver I just but it just makes me think of Mr and Mrs beaver from <laughs> lion from the lion witch in the wardrobe beaver no I haven't thought of that uh muff yeah muff's a common one there's um a photograph from my hendu when we went over to donegal and there's a town called muff and we all got out of the bus in our fancy dress outfits from the hendu and sat on the sign wearing earmuffs earmuffs perfect i yeah my sister-in-laws had bought everyone earmuffs so and then that's who sent me that little bottle of gin which is muff liqueur, muff liqueur. Uh. <laughs> and it's gin from muff. Perfect. Um, right. Next on the list, we have, I've never heard this before, whispering eye. Ew, no. And <laughs> not think, accurate, like. Well, imagine if that is just horrific, the idea of it being an eye. And, like a horror film yeah that's horrible okay axe wound yeah that's horrible flange flange i remember that one it reminds me of blamange yeah flange beef curtains that's disgusting and then somebody pointed me towards the urban thesaurus and there are Dozens oh, yeah. and dozens. That and it gets to the point where they're just like saying things. Like one of them is walls, W A L L S walls. That yeah. that's not even, is it? So there's so many awful ones. I haven't. I, I've ignored the awful ones. I've just gone for the funny ones. So someone um, refers to it as carnal treasure. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. Uh, there's hot dog warmer. Oh no! And um, hot dog holster. <laughs> then that implies that it's holding the hot dog most of the time. Uh, no. Yeah. So warmer is perhaps more accurate. I don't know. Envelope. Just like that's not very creative, is it? No. I know you don't like Star Wars, but there is Wookie in a headlock. <laughs> I don't even understand that one. I know no, a wookie is furry. Yeah, I'm not completely clear on in a headlock. Oh, a headlock. Like and oh no, because the, <laughs> the wookie's the wookie's hairy, not the arm. Yeah, I know, but the art and then the it would be the hair in the middle. Yeah, that wouldn't <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> So you can't see this, but arm Cynthia arm. was just holding her arm up, like to like demonstrate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Crack. This one's awful. I haven't heard this one before. Gammon Alley. Oh no, that's horrible. <laughs> Love flaps. Mm. Flap just think, bothers me. Yeah, the word flap is awful. Anyway. Yeah. This is the last one from that website. Notorious VAG. <laughs> yes, I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. That's good. I, used to, I think I've told you this before. I used to work with someone who was very kind of prim and proper. And um, she had a private number plate. And whatever her initials were, oh. the end of the number plate was VAG. Oh, dear. And I don't think she 
had any idea that she was driving around this beautiful car with just that written on it. Like I just oh, no. what it was. Oh dear. Time. No. Uh, so that's what I found. Those are some of the funny ones I found on the internet. And then I opened the floor to some of our friends of the pod. So you can imagine this this was a little Twitter conversation going on. I was like, guys, I'm just doing some research for <laughs> the pod. What's your favorite, you know, what's your favorite word for lady garden or no yeah area and they were just like yeah no no questions asked they just jumped right in and started sharing their their favorites so i'm not going to say who said what but we have front bum which is a have you heard that front bum yeah it's like quite a innocent one i'm trying to like match up who might have said what uh i can tell you which author's but yeah, tell me, to... tell me who, and I'll try. Yes, I spoke to. You've definitely Josh spoke Willing. to Julia. Oh yeah, obviously Julia. Yeah. Thomas. yeah, I mean, I think she could probably write a book on, on. I think she has. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So I spoke to. I, I asked Josh Winning, Kat Ellis, Catherine Foxfield, Melova, Dawn Kurtigich, Gina Blacksill, Andrina Cordani, Lucy Hope, Naomi Gibson, and Julia Tufts. I think that was everybody. And I even had a little chat with my uh, favourite PT, Joe Steele, and his girlfriend as well. So oh. they they threw a couple of they threw a couple of suggestions in too. I won't tell you which was which. Mm. So right, so we had front bum. As I said, I used to go to a gym, and he had the gym was like there was a big gym at the front, and there was a small room at the back, and he used to call it the front gym and the back gym, and it always used to make me giggle because <laughs> it made me think of front bum and back bum. Anyway. Um, yeah, Lady Garden. Somebody said vagine in a French accent, vagine. And I think lots of them, lots of these words, if you say them in a, with a French accent, they do sound better. Yeah. I can't, because I can imagine everyone saying everything. <laughs> uh, somebody said, you hole. Nice. Um, <laughs> oh, God. That has to be Melova. Uh, classic growler. No. <laughs> <laughs> Clunge. Clunge. Yeah. Obviously, that's a, and it was suggested with a French accent as well. But obviously, that's from the in between us, isn't it? Just like an accent over the e. Clunge. Yes. Clunge. Minge. That would work too. Minge. So I didn't realize. You know, the actress Amanda. Is it Seafried? Yes. who was in Mamma Mia yeah she's got minge tattooed on her foot the word minge has she yeah and when she did her first like British interview and it was somehow mentioned and they told her what it meant and she was like that's not what it means so apparently in America it can be used um to mean small like oh. mingy you're small so her friends call her minge because she's so tiny and then she's oh. been tattooed on her foot found out that's her nickname yeah. that she's named after her oh dear that yeah. would be embarrassing wouldn't it just a bit uh yeah clunge minge muff poon poon <laughs> poon with an oh, poon. Like Poonani. <laughs> oh my God, I've not heard that word in like 20 years. <laughs> Poonani. Was that an LEG thing? Yeah, I think so. Wizard sleeve. 
I've heard that. Yeah, that's horrible. One of them said that that she didn't know if this was local or an eighties thing, but people referred to it as Joey. I've not heard I've that. Never heard it be called that before. No. In South Africa, apparently, it's called a a guat. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Guat. What? Also, Dawn. Well, I'm not. I'm. I'm not at liberty to say <laughs> who said who said what. Uh, uh, Fufi, which. Yeah, I've kind of heard. Yeah, yeah. And also, just uh, we found out that a growler is a type of bottle that keeps your drink like yeah i've got one i yeah, have got yeah. a growler in my kitchen uh, it's because yeah. there's a, a beer shop near us and you buy the big bottle like a two liter bottle and you go and they fill it up with beer and then you drink it at home and then yeah take it back and it's a growler i know <laughs> it makes me laugh i know right i've got two more left now i think these are the worst ones smashed kebab that is disgusting Right, no, not as disgusting as this. Hanging ham. Oh, that's like beef curtains. That's horrible. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, there you go. I'd be uh, interested. A new low. To... <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested to hear the mail. Maybe that's something you could tell us about next time. Yeah, uh, we mentioned. Yeah, I was when I was chatting earlier. We mentioned a uh, couple of mail ones, like. Oh, Fanny Dagger. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Ew. I just think yeah. schlong. I just think it's a really... Schlong. Yeah. One-eyed trouser snake. Nice. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. Thank you for telling me about vaginas. All right. Anytime. <laughs> so was it just that one bit of, like, you literally couldn't use that word, so you just, and then you cut <laughs> it anyway? Yeah, and I was like, you know, when you were saying, oh, maybe you could research this or whatever, and I was just like, oh, I've run out of time, and like, what I know, what shall I do? And then, yeah, that that just amused me one evening when I was doing a bit of editing, <laughs> and I came across that Cosmo website. I was like, this is so funny. What? Oh, I didn't say bean. Did I say bean? But <laughs> is bean not for like a certain part? I guess we're getting quite technical now, aren't yeah, we? I remember the term flicking the bean. Oh. And like just being horrified by it as a teenager, like what? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway. Mm, mine is very, very different from that. <laughs> um so mine has kind of stretched into two parts. So even though it's not a two parter, so you can listen to this one and you can listen to the next one on their own, that's fine. But they're linked. Right. So um, the book I'm thinking about at the minute is it's going to have some kind of cursed object or haunted painting in it. So I've been looking up haunted paintings and Ooh. one kept coming up and I've listened to podcasts about it and it just keeps coming up and it's called The Hands Resist Him. Ooh. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. <clears throat> so a little disclaimer that... Um, some people think this painting is so powerful that even looking at it will haunt you. So I I think that's a bit silly. I've looked at it. I think I'm all right. Um, but just if you are a bit superstitious or if you, you know, don't want to invite anything into your life, maybe don't Google it. 
even mm. though so I'll, I'll describe to you what it looks like but if you don't want to look it up and I'm not going to put it on Instagram or anything I'm not going to like force it on anyone no <laughs> um, so Dance Resist Him was a painting it was painted in 1972 and it was by a guy called Bill Stoneham so the painting itself shows a young boy and a girl in front of a one of those doors that is made out of panels of glass Mm-hmm. which I think were quite popular in the 80s, like I remember seeing them in people's houses. The girl is actually a life-size doll, which is oh. already creepy, isn't it? Um, yeah. But the boy is a human boy, and it's based off an old photograph of the artist from when he was five years old. Oh. So the doorway apparently represents the dividing line between the waking world and the world of fantasy and impossibilities. And the doll is the boy's guide to these other worlds. Oh. Um, and it's called The Hands Resisting because the title refers to all of these little handprints that are on the glass. Oh, gosh. Like little kid-sized handprints, and they look red, so they just look, <laughs> I've written down, they are actually just little demon bloody handprints. Yeah. Like, that's what they look like. Um, and the hands are meant to relate or represent alternate lives or possibilities that this boy could like find himself journeying on. So it's a straight, it's a bit weird, mm. but it's just a painting. So a bit of history. So in February, 2000, so it was painted in 1972, but in 2000, it was posted on eBay. And in the description, it implied that it was haunted. So it's also known as the haunted eBay painting. Right. You know, cause people are creative that way. Mm. Um. So when he, showed it originally it was bought by a guy called john morley who had been in the godfather movie he's the guy that um wakes up in the bed with the horse's head oh okay that actor had bought it um but then no one really knows what so he died eventually and no one knew what happened to this painting and then a few years later, it was found in like an abandoned old brewery by some, uh, I think they were called pickers. So it must be people who go around and, you know, just look for things that might be valuable. Yeah. So it was found there and it was given to this elderly couple. Now it says elderly. It says (laughs) elderly couple, but then later on it says they've got a four and a half year old daughter. So I'm not sure how elderly they were. Yeah, um, but it all seems to be a little bit of a mishmash of stuff. So anyway, so this elderly couple, so they apparently were the ones who put it on eBay. They said it carried a curse, and they claimed that the figures would move or even leave the painting. Oh, yeah. And then I've put, why does this remind me of Phoebe's artwork in Friends? Yeah, she called Gladys. Gladys. Yeah, yeah. that's what it reminded me of. Um, and there was that in the witches. This um. The paintings. Yeah, of the... Um, where they'd just the move around. Yeah. Children would just move around and then eventually they'd just disappear from the painting event uh, completely. And there's an old, I think it's an M.R. James ghost story. I can't remember which one. And um, there's a painting of a house and like every time you look at it, the light is on somewhere different. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's quite creepy. So uh, in this listing on eBay, there was also some photographs that were said to be evidence that the doll uh, made the boy try, 
sorry, made the boy leave the painting at gunpoint. So the, the, the little girl is actually holding this thing. And when you look closely, it's like a tangle of battery and wires and stuff like that. But from a distance, it could it it's like gun shaped. It could be a gun. But then like gun shaped guns aren't really very haunty though, are they? No, not really. But if like, you know, a life size human child doll is true. Pointing someone if it's at you, a, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> that's quite creepy. Um <laughs> So I'll come on to the eBay listing later because BBC have archived it. So you can actually go and look at it. Um, so, yeah, so apparently this doll had tried to make the boy leave the painting. And there was also a disclaimer on the ad that said, whoever bought the painting absolved the previous owners of any responsibility. Oh. <laughs> they were like, we're not responsible for stuff that might happen. So this link on eBay spread. People started sharing it. Um, and then people started to report weird things that happened so they started to claim feeling ill or having a bad experience after it and the page was viewed over thirty thousand times which i reckon in 2000 for an email yeah. listing thirty thousand times a lot. um but the painting got 30 bids it started at like i think the first bid was 199 dollars 30 bids and it only went for just over a thousand dollars so all those bids didn't kind of get it up very far um and it was bought by it says here it was bought by a gallery but then i've read somewhere else that it was actually bought by a guy and his family refused to have it in the house so it kind of lives at the gallery right um, but it's only on show every now and then so it's at perception gallery in grand rapids michigan so i think it's still there um and they show it every now and then it's not on general display so when they got their hands on it, they contacted the original artist and said, we've got this painting like, and we've got it through this eBay listing. Um, what can you tell us? And he just said, oh, I'm really, I don't know. That guy bought it. I don't know what happened to it in between. I'm surprised by all the stories. He said, it's not a gun. It's a battery and some wires. Um, but then, however, he did recall that apparently the owner of the gallery where it was first displayed and the art critic who first reviewed it both died within a year of coming into contact with the painting. So but, but to me, he's obviously just gone, oh, no, but actually maybe it could get me a little bit of a publicity. press, a publicity. Yeah, a press, yeah. um, and apparently they both did really die within that time frame, but he's obviously just like linked it together. That's what I think anyway. Yeah. So it, it kind of got a little bit of notoriety then and he started getting asking uh, getting asked for commissions. So he painted two sequels that were commissioned, one in 2004, one in 2012. Um, and I think one of them is of like, it's the same setup, but the man is a grown-up. So the boy is yes. a grown-up now and he's like, he looks like this. He's got a beard and he looks like this like time travel adventurer kind of guy. Mm. Um, and there is another one where it's from the other side of the glass oh. and it's the same boy and he's mm. painting and he's painting the painting. Oh, that's clever. And you can see the shadows of like the boy yeah. and the doll through it and you can still see the handprints and stuff. Yeah, so that's interesting. Um, and then he painted a prequel. Oh, that is the prequel, the that one of the boy painting. 
So that's actually at the Haunted Museum in Las Vegas, which I think is the guy from Ghost Adventures. I think he owns it. Is that Baggins? No. Is that Baggins? Um, when I was watching the Midnight Game, I became quite obsessed with, when I was writing the Midnight Game, I watched a lot of Ghost Adventures. Uh, you can see all of these pictures on the artist's website. So he was called Bill Stoneham. So if you are interested, I went and had a look. They're quite interesting. Yeah. Um, and then in 2021, he created a final painting in the series, which showed the original setting, but it's all deteriorated and it's scattered with, he's called it, Detrius of Early Lives and Stories. And it looks a bit like, Things have been burned and there's a skull there and it's quite a creepy one. So that was all I could find on Wiki. And then um, I found a list verse article which had a list of facts about the painting and I put facts in inverted commas because right. I just don't know where we're at with this. So some of them seem like, yeah, okay. So the, the painting is based on a photograph and a poem that was written by Stoneham's first wife in 1971. And I was going to write the poem down, but I couldn't be bothered because it was quite long. Um, but you can find it online. It was also influenced by Carl Jung's theory of the collective unconscious. So it's quite psychological as well. So that's what Stoneham like, says are the influences. It became an urban legend with articles on the BBC, CNN and loads of other places. And there's also, of course, a whole section of Reddit, which is dedicated to it. And it also turned into a meme because the internet yeah but some dude wrote a book i'm really sorry i've not written down the name of the guy who wrote the book um on it it's currently got four stars on amazon i don't know if it was a self-published one but apparently there is a film in the works based on it oh, what's so, a fiction fiction book or it's a fiction book it? so it's it's something about um a detective who's looking at crimes that this painting may have caused or something right. that's a very loose i don't mm. know um but he says he wrote the book because he had a supernatural encounter with the painting so he said he used to live in dubai um and he printed out a copy of the painting and he left it like on his desk near some other paperwork and stuff and he left and he went to italy for a month i don't know if he was on holiday or working and when he came back, the aircon had broken and everything was covered in green mould in the apartment, including all this paperwork that had been printed off from the same printer. And the only thing that wasn't covered in green mould was the picture. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So loads of people have... Um, so this is in the facts section. Loads of people have reported weird things happening when they've looked at it. So I have a list. It just says people have fainted, felt their throat tighten as if by a hand, mm. had their computers malfunction, cried for no reason. I feel like I've cried for no reason about five times this week. So I don't think you could pull that down to a painting. Heard an exorcist type voice. Had difficulty breathing, became ill, had general discomfort. Um, some people said that their children could not stop screaming when this picture was like, on on the computer i think that's just kids though isn't it yeah um and one guy said he bought a print of it online and displayed it in his front room i don't know why you would do that um and 
people got so unnerved by it who came to visit that in the end his friends requested that he got rid of it so yeah. he he took it down yeah <laughs> so we're going to go back now to the sellers so it said an elderly couple on wikipedia but then it's saying that um they kept it in their four-year-old's room I don't know why you would put this painting in a four-year-old. Imagine putting it in your kid's bedroom. Like they would just have nightmares. Yeah. Then I've just put why in brackets. So then it was a little girl, I think, and she said that she couldn't sleep. Um, She said that the painting would not let her sleep. So the dad set up motion um activated cameras so i thought they were video cameras but they're not the motion activated like but he still forced her to have the thing in her room yeah still kept it in the bedroom because oh. apparently they were like a little bit skeptical i think i've got a little quote later on from the yeah. listing um set up cameras and it took pictures of the boy climbing out of the painting apparently so that's the BBC, for some reason, have archived the eBay listing. So even though it's not on eBay anymore, you can still see the pictures that it was with and you can see the listing. So in the original listing, um, they wonder why it was discarded. They're like, oh, it was, you know, just such a great, in, in, in great condition. We didn't know why it had been discarded, so we took it. Um, our four-and-a-half-year-old claimed that the children were fighting in her bedroom and then there's a quote now i don't believe in ufos or elvis being alive but my husband was alarmed <laughs> so they've set up these cameras in the room um so there's warnings and disclaimers there's a whole section do not bid on this painting if you are susceptible to stress related disease faint of heart or are unfamiliar with supernatural events there's another one that absolves liability that we talked about before. Mm -hmm. Then this is a quote. This painting may or may not possess supernatural powers that could impact or change your life. Yeah. And then after they've like listed all of these things and they've put up these pictures, which apparently shows the girl doll with like a much sadder frown, like a really mm -hmm. like angry, sad frown and holding this gut. And it's all like, because it's on these motion detection cameras, it's all a bit red and a bit dark and you can't really see the boy and it does look a bit like she's holding a gun but then from like any point you could say that um so they list all these things they put the pictures on they're trying to sell this painting and then at the end they go now that we got this out of the way one question to you ebayers we want our house to be blessed after this painting has gone does anyone know anyone who is qualified to do this <laughs> and if you go on the bbc link i'll put it in the show notes um you can actually see the photographs that they put onto the the ebay listing which is quite hilarious and that is the hands resisting which is the first haunted painting i looked like looked at look looked like <laughs> haunted painting i looked like um, <laughs> and i've got some more for next week because mm. there are loads of them but that one had a lot of information yeah, that that's a and especially for a time when what when did you say it was listed on eBay? Two thousand. Two thousand. So that's a long time ago. 
And I was thinking, if you wanted an exorcist or someone to bless your house, you wouldn't put it on eBay. But actually, back then, you probably would have put something like that in the comments because you wouldn't have been able to share it anywhere else, would you? No. And I don't know about you, but in 2000, I was looking up like Buffy websites and like white magic websites. um, And they were very slow and they were very... They were like yeah. all over the place, weren't they? So if you did go looking for it, it was probably quite hard to find. Yeah. I. What do you think? This is a really interesting one because it just, if the artist, when he painted it, if when they spoke to him and he was like, oh yeah, something just came over me or he was like, I was in a really dark place at the time and, you know, I'd just done a Ouija board and yeah. this, that. But because there was like nothing about him when he did it, and he didn't have any intention of like creating anything like that. It just seems such a strange and it's not, you know, he's not dead and it wasn't, there's nothing linked to it that w- would kind of, it's a, it's a really strange one, isn't it? Yeah. Like he has said, no, it was like based on psychology. It was based yeah. on his poem. It was based on a picture of me. It's one of those, isn't it? That like people have got hold of it and just run with it but I listened to so many podcasts where they're like this is the most haunted pit like even listening about it could get you haunted and yeah I don't think also it's too uh contemporary to be the most haunted thing you'd think that it was something really really old and it was a painting that was created you know it was with using the blood of mummies and yes see this is it so I've got some next week that are a little bit more like you can you can understand like yeah. why. but this one I mean god bless that four-year-old like oh yeah whatever, whether it was really happening or whether it was just so creepy it gave her nightmares like how disturbing to think well, either or just the out. fact that they were like we'll just go one more night and we'll set up these cameras just to make sure yeah. I mean that's just interesting parenting mm, yeah definitely but yeah, that's an in that that was a good one. Yeah, weird. Hmm. What's the name of the artist again? Um, Bill Stoneham, I think. I bet that's an anagram of something to do with Bill Stoneham. What to do, with Satan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's boy or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So there we go. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's us. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Browser history deleted.